It's hacking. You know, I found a way to hack the subconscious mind in a really great and powerful way. We need solutions. We live in a world that's so saturated with problems. I just want to get to the solution. And so what Mindology does is we don't even address the problem. We only address the problem long enough for that part of the brain to be activated. And then once that part of the brain is activated, we bypass the problem analysis part of the workout and we go straight to problem resolution. And so the part of the brain that is responsible for problem resolution is not the same part of the brain that's responsible for problem recognition. It all begins by understanding the mind. I want to be happy now. I don't care about the future. I want to be happy right now. You are not alone. You are never, ever, ever alone in this. It's helped my voice grow and given me freedom to be creative on my own. I'm Christina Barcy. Welcome to Be Bold Begin, a podcast dedicated to you, the creative, the healer, and the innovator. The topics and conversations we have here are designed to help you discover what might be getting in your way and offer you tools, techniques, and guidance to move through them. I live in the imposter's body more than I live in my own body. I don't have to feel like I don't deserve this. This is where creativity and healing intersect. If you decide to be bold and begin, you have the opportunity to feel humbled and empowered. I totally believe that. I'm a certified Kaizen Muse creativity coach, a certified Reiki energy healer, and an entrepreneur, artist, and presenter. I will share with you my experiences, my proven tools and techniques that helped me and my clients and loved ones shift and expand in the areas they most desired. This is a gentle and open space where you will hear how others are being bold to encourage you to begin your own journey or expand the one you're on. This is Be Bold Begin. Hi there, Be Bold Begin listeners. Before I get to the episode today, I do want to take a moment to address the June 24th Supreme Court decision to overturn Roe v. Wade. If you're unfamiliar with what this is, that decision stripped away the legal right to have a safe and legal abortion. Restricting access to comprehensive reproductive care, including abortion, threatens the health and independence of all Americans. And this decision could also lead to the loss of other rights. To learn more about what you can do to help, you can go to podvoices.help. I do encourage you to take care, to speak up, and to spread the word. Hi, welcome back. This is Barcy, your host. And we are talking about something that I'm kind of obsessed with. What if I told you that your mind was a bigger operating system than just being what controls your bodily functions and your thoughts? Well, your thoughts do have something to do with this, but it's bigger than just thinking. We've all heard of manifestation, which the Webster Dictionary defines as a perceptible outward or visible expression. And the concept is thrown around a lot these days. So at the risk of sounding cliche, we are going to explore manifestation, but really we're going to dive into the power of the mind. I truly believe that we get to decide much more of our experience than our society's constructs suggest that we can. So today I bring back a very special guest, 
that graciously came on the show back in June of 2020, Dr. Troy Beyer. Her previous episode is called Your Body Knows Everything, episode number 30, and of course, it's a great one. Dr. Troy is a mental health care expert and holds a doctorate in clinical psychology. She specializes in stress reduction, anger management, and organic emotion regulation. Dr. Troy is a best-selling published author, and she is the founder of Mindology Fitness, an organization that offers fun, effective, and affordable mind care to everyone, everywhere. You might know her from her role on the original series Dynasty or from her directing career of such classics like Love Don't Cost a Thing, among lots of others. I love this woman. So without further ado, welcome back, Troy. Thank you. Thank you. I love you and I love being with you. It's just a pleasure. Thank you so much. I feel like the energy vibe just gets hired as soon as you're here. <laughs> so I appreciate be, having you here, being in the space with you. And we are going to talk a little bit about energy vibration today too. But let's start kind of at the beginning. I'd love for those of, who maybe haven't listened to your previous episode yet, if we could just hear a little about your journey and how you started working in sort of the, the mental health space, the brain space, psychology, and maybe how you started connecting that to what feels like spirituality to me, but I'll, I'll let you define that for yourself, uh, for us. So I've always been interested in mental health because I wanted to teach myself how to stop crying. As a little girl, I used to uh, get teased. Kids would say, Troy is a crybaby because I would cry all the time. And I was crying a lot because I had a very tumultuous childhood. I was being abused at home by my mother and my stepfather. And I was just very sad, very sad. I mean, I attempted suicide for the first time at eight years old. So you can imagine that what would, you know, be the impetus for that at eight. So I remember thinking when I grow up, I'm going to learn how to stop crying on cue. So my obsession was really in learning how to organically regulate my own emotions so that I could have somewhat of a social life without crying at the drop of a dime. Anytime anyone did anything that upset me, I just went straight to tears. Um, mm. And that's good, by the way. In retrospect, I was, I was moving those emotions, and that's very important to do that right. because stop and stuck emotions lead to depression, right? You're depressing. That was my first desire in the, in the realm of mental health to manifest something like I wanted to my superhero powers <laughs> is to regulate emotions. Wow. Another, another thing that really inspired me to want to um, go into the mental health profession is that my mother attempted suicide in front of me when I was a young girl she jumped out my bedroom window, and I just thought no child should ever have to witness that again. So no mother should ever feel that life is so hopeless that that's her only option, right? So right. Uh, another you know, inspiration for my life work has been to help those moms and to teach those kids how to handle their emotions. And it just all felt like Destiny. That's all I can say. You know, if you look at my experiences, my life experiences, we collect data and information to help us 
understand what we're here to do because where our pain is, our passion lives, right? So in, in following the pain, I found my passion. So no regrets, just a wonderful opportunity to get on my path sooner than later. Wow. I love what you said about pain and passion being so related. Yeah, that that's that's interesting because I think we a lot a lot of the things we talk about here and I think people that listen are kind of in these healing modalities some of us and this misnomer about what healing means and how that can be conducted is not necessarily trying to remove pain from people's lives and making things painless like a painless experience because I think that's where a lot of richness lies, right? That, that those experiences really kind of guide a lot of our choices or can. Yes, absolutely. So I think the pain is really important to have. I always say you got to treat pain like it's your new best friend. It's there to let you know that there's something that needs to need your attention, right? It needs to be revealed right. so that it can heal. It's like I look at pain like a little gossipy girlfriend. Girl, wake up. You, you, I got to tell you what he did. <laughs> All right, it's the reveal for the heal. Um, but what's what's optional? I think is the suffering. That's optional. You don't have to suffer. Right. Okay. Can you lean into that a little bit more and tell us the difference? Yeah. So the pain is the acute awareness of something is that something is off, and it, it is acute and it becomes chronic as well. The suffering is when you actually allow the emotion that's uh, stimulated as a result of the pain. When you allow that emotion to prolong, that's the problem, all right? Because then that emotion becomes a mood, and that mood becomes a personality trait, and a personality trait becomes a sentence for life. So you really need to understand the difference between the pain, the suffering, and drawing a line down the middle, right? That's really – I love the the clarity around the pathway of how it can kind of snowball, and how we can start to sometimes identify with our pain journey and our suffering and turn it into who we are. Right. And then the access to interrupting the suffering is to be okay with the pain, like to embrace it. Don't resist it because the suffering is in the resistance. Mm. It's, it's like skid marks. So you want to really embrace that pain. Like in Mindology Fitness, we have a, 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 section where I ask people to distinguish first we locate where the pain is and then we give it its own identity because when we can give our pain its identity and separate it from our identity then it gives us a different kind of power in the, in the resolution process so now I actually the, a new thing I've just started including is asking them to ask your pain what its name is mm-hmm. it has a name and so when you can give it a name and really start building that identity and distinguish it from yours, there's so much power. I love that. I do that exercise with fear uh, where we turn, we personify it. We maybe draw a picture of what it looks like and assign it a name and decide on how we want to pursue that relationship. So that that's so interesting. I think it works for, for things that we have to continue to develop relationships with, like our pain and our fear. Can you talk to us a little bit more about how you work with people in the Mindology Fitness program? Because we're touching on it a little, so I want—I would love to, for you to share more. Yeah, so Mindology Fitness is a program that really is designed to bypass the conscious mind 
and have an impact on the subconscious mind, which is responsible for 97% of our behavior. So my thought was, why would I ever want to interact with 3% of, you know, the part of the mind that's responsible for my behavior, which is the conscious mind? So that's talk therapy, right? And you can talk someone to death as far as I'm concerned. Um, so I started designing ways to bypass that gateway and gain access directly into the subconscious mind in order to create lasting behavioral changes. And mm-hmm. that's what Mindology does. But I do it in a very fun and an effective way. It's like doing an aerobics class and you don't even know it, but you've just had a breakthrough on why your father left when you were five. It's really cool. It's very subtle. It's hacking. You know, I found a way to hack the subconscious mind in a really great and powerful way. And I love it. I'm just designing a program right now. I'm going to be teaching at the Steve Harvey and Mar- Steve and Marjorie Harvey Foundation in Atlanta and uh, I'm working with single moms, and so I've just found a bunch of different ways to help them distinguish their trigger, to take care of their pain. Like it's, no one wants to talk about their problems anymore. We just we need solutions. We live in a world that's so saturated with problems, problems, problems. You turn on the news, there's no more problems. I'm not interested in problems. I don't even care what your problem is, honestly. I just want to get to the solution. And so what Mindology does is we don't even address the problem. We only address the problem long enough for that part of the brain to be activated. And then once that part of the brain is activated, we bypass the problem analysis part of the workout and we go straight to problem resolution. And so the part of the brain that is responsible for problem resolution is not the same part of the brain that's responsible for problem recognition, right? Oh, wow. So what I have you do is for that long, I have you think about your problem just to get it activated and to get it to get those cells firing and wiring. And then before you can even engage a second further, I have you do something else, which is which is a physical posture that has the part of your brain responsible for the resolution. Go to work and it's already looking for the resolution before you can even go any further into the problem. Wow, that is it's it's mind blowing, but it, I totally I, I can see how that works. But I feel like when we put action, when we're physically doing something, we have to f- do that thing. Like we can't really do something else at the same time. We're, you know, that multitasking is is a it's kind of bullshit, right? Like we can't really do more than one thing at a time. It's very so- dangerous to do that. By the way, I'm glad you brought that up. That's one of the. Well, I say it's one of the reasons we have these uh, degenerative disorders of the brain is because we're activating different regions and we think we're doing it simultaneously as multitasking, but we're not. What we're doing is we're short-circuiting every part of the brain that's trying to. So this part of the brain wants to do that, but now you're doing that and now you're doing that. And after a lot of that, the brain just gets tired and we get Parkinson's disease and Alzheimer's. So the worst thing you can do is multitask. You want to allow the neuronal activity of the brain to have some consistency, beginning, end. Okay, that's done. Beginning, end. Okay, that's done. Yeah, no, I'm so glad that you shared that because I wanted to talk about the brain science behind a lot of the things we're going to discuss today or just sort of the overall topic. The neuroscience of it, I think, really helps us solidify why these things are working and how your methodology specifically hacks hacks the system in a way like between subconscious and and conscious brain 
it's fascinating to me that what we supposedly can't control, right? The subconscious mind is how we've looked at that for a long time, has most of the power and that we're just starting to tap into ways to harness that. Yeah, yeah, that's true. That's absolutely, it has 97% of the power. So That's why so are we, yeah, we've been living our lives interacting with this 3%. So my 3% is going to work with your 3%. And, you know, it, it's so limiting. It is. And all behavior, I don't want to be so general. The, most of the behavior is governed by the subconscious mind. So why interact with anything but the subconscious mind? So when I want to transform something, I go right to my subconscious mind. Like I've been doing a lot of um, frequency medicine recently, and it's so great because first you have to distinguish what it is, what that problem is or whatever, and then you find the frequency that will help eliminate that, and it's just so powerful. It's almost like, who needs to talk, dude? Put on a frequency. We're fighting. Put on a frequency. Shut up. Put on a frequency. <laughs> so I'm really into frequencies too and vibration. I can, I've played with that in my own life, but I don't know that I've had a real conversation with someone about how, how to do that. Like, like explain to us what a frequency medicine is. I've never heard it called that. So I'd love to learn more about what, what you mean. Okay. So just medicine is, is anything that is a cure for a condition okay. that's undesirable. Let's just get clear about medicine, right? So you have an Great. undesirable condition that's uncomfortable. And so then you bring in a frequency to help disappear that undesirable condition. And so everything is frequency. Everything is energy, everything, everything in the planet. So we have a grid and on the grid, it's like a spider web and anything that's ever had life has a vibrational frequency to it. Even after it's dead, if you look at a body in the coffin, it still has a frequency to it. Okay. Because it used to have life. So everything that's ever had life has a frequency. And if you don't believe that, then why would it decompose? It's still got some movement, some action. It doesn't just remain stagnant, right? Like a piece of metal. Right. 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 So everything has a frequency to it. So, if you have any kind of um, challenge, like uh, a, an illness, you want to say, okay, what is the illness and what is the frequency? Like I'm dealing with a little bit of a cold right now. So I've been using the frequency medicine specifically for colds because colds have a frequency. Cancer has a frequency. Breast cancer has a specific frequency. So I would, when I work with people, I just look to see where they're vibrating, what's going on. And then I find the frequency tone, it's a tonality that would match. And when you have two positives and you bring it together, you get a negative. How do you find the frequency? Like, how do you tap into that? Well, I have very different ways of doing it, but traditionally, or I think not even traditionally, but conventionally right now, the way that people are doing it is they're using music. So if you go on yeah. to like YouTube, you can find frequency music that is a match for the kidney if you're dealing with kidney challenges or if you're dealing with liver because the liver has its own frequency, the gallbladder has its own frequency. So you want to find the music that is a match for that particular organ, right? So here's, okay. here's a great way of looking at it. If someone comes in and they have, they're, they're reporting that they have a, just they can't get over their migraine headaches. 
Well, you want to look to see where, where, what frequency is the migraine headache vibrating at and what organ is attached to that frequency. And you can track it back to the liver. So then instead of treating the migraine headache, which is only a symptom of a liver that needs to be rejuvenated. So you would rejuvenate the, uh, the liver to remove the migraine. So you just okay. have to know. And there's, there's a lot of information out there, right, that you can get a hold of that will let you know what frequency. Like, So I, am on, I sit on the board of an organization called SOAK. S-O-A-A-K, I don't know if you've heard of it, but it's a frequency medicine platform. And we have frequencies for just about everything. We have frequencies for menstrual cramps. We have frequencies for heartbreak. We have frequency for focus, for coronavirus, for whatever. Pretty much whatever you're dealing with, you can tap in. You can, uh, you can upload the frequencies on our app. It's an app? It's an app, yeah. S-O-A-A-K. Yes. And it's amazing. Like, if you need to focus, we have a comp. It's, it's a, just a bunch of beautiful frequencies by amazing artists. The frequencies stand alone where you can actually just hear the frequency, or you can mix it with nature, or you could have it with music, right? And so we're doing... Um, we're doing mindology, uh, a mindology soak meditation frequency so that you can, um, you, when you wake up in the, so this is how it started actually. Let me just backtrack. <laughs> I was, I woke up one morning and I thought, oh, I wish I could do my mindology fitness workout in bed to frequency music. And then I thought, well, of course you can just create it. So I spoke to, Henry, who is one of the, uh, well, he's the CEO of Soap. And I said, Henry, what do you think about me doing a mindology fitness class to Soap to, to frequency music? So before I even get out of bed, I've stimulated both hemispheres of my brain. I've looked at any problem that may be challenging for me. I've come to a resolution and I've declared who I'm going to be for the day before I even get out of bed. Isn't it awesome? Oh my gosh. Yes. But like, seriously, the way that I've designed it, before you get out of bed in the morning, you, you've created the DHE, DHEA vitality hormone, which is the nemesis to cortisol. So that means that your threshold for anger has almost been diminished to like, by, at least by 60, 70% for the day. Because for every five minutes of DHEA that you're making, it stays in your system for 12 hours. And if you have a lot of DHEA in your system, there's no room for cortisol, which means there's no room for upsets that last. There's no room for fuming. Um, I hope this is communicating to you. I'm just so excited about it. I, I um, stumble sometimes when I'm speaking. I'm like, blah, blah, blah. I just want to get it all out. No, it was clear. It's And cortisol, yes, we hear so much about cortisol being the evil to a lot of things. <laughs> Excessive amounts of cortisol are very toxic because there's nowhere for the cortisol to metabolize except for our organs. Because back in the day when we would create surges of cortisol that were unnatural, it's because we were running from a cyber-toothed tiger or something, right? But now it's just maybe our boyfriend didn't make our cup of coffee in the morning or whatever, right? So we've got the surge and then it sits there. But if you have a certain amount of DHEA in your system... Well, the cortisol and the DHEA, they share the same receptor sites. So if it's all stocked up with DHEA, the cortisol has nowhere to go, right? It, it, won't, even, it won't even actually create itself. It's just, it's, 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 
doesn't really exist anymore. I mean, I've created so much DHEA in my system that I can't even get upset when I want to because for every five hours, it stays for, for every five minutes that you're doing these exercises, it stays in your system for 12 hours. And so I have no space for my cortisol to uh, occupy. So it's, it's pretty cool. That is so interesting. I love the approach that you have in, in these sort of very scientific approaches to how to get to these outcomes that, that feel so esoteric when we talk about them a lot of the times, like, oh, emotions, like how, how often are those discounted as, you know, not meaningful or yeah, just, there's so many things in our lives like this or how we think or things that seem like flippant or not important. And when you explain it from this and approach it from this very scientific brain science way and then create like an obvious outcome because there's no other option when you hack things this way. It's so cool. I love, I love your approach. It's so unique. So I'm curious about what you think about belief systems too, because I think that what we believe is possible can play a big part in how we experience results and outcomes in our, our lives in general. So this is also why I really like what you're doing with in explaining the science of things because it helps those of us who are still working on those sides of our belief systems to kind of understand it in a way that we allow it in. So I'm just curious what your thoughts are on that. Is it as important as I believe beliefs are <laughs> in the process or do you think we can bypass that too? I think that um, everything is based on your belief. And I mean, everything that's in your life can be traced to a belief that is existing and currently present in your present in your subconscious mind. It's all belief. Yeah. And so that's why we have to be very mindful of what it is that we let into our space and what we're willing to give our attention to and what we're willing to believe. And a lot of people, again, they have a belief system that doesn't serve them because it's based on a collection of experiences from the past that have been stored in the subconscious mind. And so they don't understand why this thing keeps happening. I'll give you a wonderful example. I've always lived check to check. I didn't understand why. Very successful in the industry, but for some reason, my life was a check-to-check life. And I started to look at the belief system because that didn't serve me. I was like, no, I'm not living check-to-check. I'm living contract-to-contract, like six digits. We got to get this right, right now. And so what I realized is that I come from um, a pedigree of women who were um, raised and reared their children on the welfare system. And so we always lived check to check. That is what we were taught. That was, that, was, that was how you live, from one check to the next check to the next check. That wasn't my belief system. It was an inherited belief system that I inherited because of the culture that I was raised inside of. And so I had to really reprogram that conversation and dismantle that belief. And I did that using using frequencies. It was much easier. It sounds like it takes less time than a lot of other modalities. Yes. And it's much more effective. And the other modalities, again, it's talking and you're dealing here. It's a 3% conversation. That's all I have to say. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Got it. And, And if you don't mind sharing more about this, because I think 
you're ta- you're talking about about money and everybody wants to know how to help themselves in that area and abundance we can call it too it falls in that category so when you were tapping into the frequency to to help say uh change this around did you tap into the the old frequency first to discover what what where that was vibrating and then how did you find the frequency for the thing that was going to help change it ultimately um i first i wanted to distinguish it for myself i needed to understand what the belief system was and there's just certain ways that i do that that i've i have my own techniques that i use including emotion code and body talk and just my work that I've been doing with frequency now for at least 20 years. Um, wow. Yeah. So once I was able to distinguish it, then I just went right to the Soak app and I, I started playing in the uh, frequency compilation for abundance to make that different. You know, I mean, it wasn't, it, it was just not consistent with what I wanted in my life. You know, I just was not and as an actress, what do you do? You live check to check, right? And as a director, job you live to job. To, yeah, job to job. And so I thought, wow, this is really inconsistent with who I'm committed to being. I got to, this is a belief system has got to go. So if you want to know what you believe, look at, look at your life. Look at what you've got. Yeah. And I think it comes back to the pain that we were talking about at the beginning, where those areas that you are just, discom- there's discomfort, like you were experiencing with, with the, where your outer world wasn't any longer aligned with how you felt you were like as who you were like I've you've grown out of it so how do you upskill the 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 other stuff right (laughs) to like match up or up level maybe yeah and the other thing is I um I love Napoleon Hill I love him in his book think and grow rich the 13 principles that, that is really great. It's a great structure for people who really want to know what's off in their life. So mm. I, I can't recommend that enough. I first read that book 30 years ago, and I just recently reread it. It's just, it's really powerful. Even on a deeper level, far deeper than I could have ever been able to comprehend when I did my first read-through, you know, I think that it's just like a good bottle of wine, you know, <laughs> it just gets better with time. It's pretty powerful stuff. And also, you know, if you listen to Tesla, he says there's two things, you know, that matter. It's energy and frequency. And when you can understand that, you understand the world. And I, that's everything I do is about energy and frequency. And everything in my ideology is about, you know, every single thing you we do is all about the energy moving the energy and shifting the frequency that's it move and shift move and shift because when you move and shift you can manifest anything right yes can you tell us more about how those things are connected yeah sure so if you look at energy and frequency i always say look at it as a like a piece of graph paper there's the boxes and each box has a compartment i mean yeah there's compartments that are comprised of boxes And inside of those boxes, there's vibrational frequencies. And those frequencies are given by the energy behind it. So when you change the energy, you change the frequency. And so, for example, if you are wanting to be in a relationship and that compartment on your grid is got negative energy because of a past belief 
then it's going to mess up the frequency, right? So then what we need to do is move that energy and shift that frequency so that it becomes a neutral vibrational frequency space for you to manifest. It's like it was almost like we've got to clear it out in order for your manifestation to be able to occupy that space and create in the real world what it is that you're wanting to manifest. But if that compartment is already occupied by a negative energy or a, freak, a certain frequency, you're, you're shit out of luck. Even Einstein says no two things can be in the same place at the same time, right? So you've got to shift. You've got to move and shift that frequency, neutralize it. So then whatever it is that you are believing that you are worthy of having, then that can actually manifest. I've never heard it explained that way. And it's so, it's so visual, first of all, which is great. It makes perfect sense based on the way that you create things in your life and the way you create for others. So of course, of course, you explain it that way. But it's such a cool, it's almost like I want to go get a big piece of paper and draw the boxes and and ask myself like what's going on in these boxes <laughs> ask yourself that's you know what that's a great idea actually we should do a class on that mm. so Troy I'll just ask you one last question which is if there's one takeaway from the conversation we had today what would you want that to be for listeners make it your business to understand energy and frequency with everything that's going on right now in the world it is really our only course of defense. And if we can all learn how to move our energy and elevate our frequency as a collective conscious body of beings, we can move mountains. So at everyone, if you make it your business to vibrate at the highest frequency you can vibrate at, that's your contribution to helping to change the world. That's powerful. Thank you for that. Yes, you're welcome. Yeah, people are like, oh, I don't know what I can do. And it's like, it's not about what you do. It's who you be. Go and become a, a human being that's vibrating at your absolute highest frequency. And that right there means the world to the world. That's so beautiful. Thank you for that. I love that message. So how can we connect with you? How can we learn more about Mindology Fitness and and get all the wonderful knowledge that you shared with us today. <laughs> Thank you. So it's mindologyfitness.com. Um, also, I have Instagram. It's Dr. Troy underscore. And uh, for Soak, if you're interested in uh, Soak frequency music medicine, it's uh, I'm going to have a link on Mindology Fitness so you can actually access it through there. And if you use my name, you get a 70% discount on your first month. Oh, wonderful. So it's uh, Dr. Troy 70, 70, but uh, this will all be up on my um, website. Yeah. Perfect. That's wonderful. Thank you so much for coming back and doing a deep dive on all of these things because yeah. you have such a unique approach to, to everything that I think we hear words like manifestation and energy and frequencies, but you have a very solid approach to accessing these things and creating change yay my pleasure thank you thank you for listening to people begin we hope that these episodes are helping inspire and empower you to take your next steps towards whatever you're thinking of creating 
And if you want more tools, resources, and techniques for your creative process and to connect with me directly, then I'd love to invite you to our Unleash Creative Community. Just follow the link in the show notes and I'll look forward to meeting you there. Happy creating.